What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Today we're going to talk about what's best, low volume workouts for men over 40 or high volume workouts for men over 40. And it always blows my mind to see how polarizing this topic can be. A lot of my fellow bros really get their panties in a bunch and I see a lot of my fellow bros butting heads because they're so stuck in their ways. They're just, they take this dogmatic approach. They're so married to their their approach to training that they just can't see the other side. So on one hand, we have the, the low volume bros who say that men over 40 don't recover as well from our workouts, so we need to train less to, to make sure that we're recovering between workouts and not just beating ourselves down all the time. On the other hand, we have the high volume bros who say that as our training experience increases, we need to increase our training volume because our body adapts to the training stimulus. So the only way to to kind of force our body to to grow, to improve, is to challenge it more and more. And here's the thing, they're both right. But what makes them both so wrong is that they are stuck in their own ways. They refuse to see the benefits of the other side. So it's my hope that today's podcast provides you with some clarity on this topic and really kind of getting both those those parties, both those crowds to kind of meet in the middle and see how both of them are so right and how working together can really um, help you maximize your results, maximize your training efforts so you can take your physique to the next level and really get the most out of this training experience rather than limiting yourself, staying stuck in your dogmatic ways. I'm really interested to see what camp you fall into, so please do me a favor and drop a comment down below to let me know if you prefer low volume training or high volume training. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button. And if you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast, podcast, do them a favor and share it with them. So let's first start off by mentioning that we all respond differently to training volume. Some of us are naturally gravitate more towards high volume training. We just respond better to high volume training, whereas some of us high volume training will beat us down right away and we just respond much better to low volume training. And I think that in part causes a lot of debate because um, some people, most of us are going based on our own personal experiences. So that's the first thing to, to consider. We are all different when it comes to, to training volume, but it doesn't mean just because you respond really well to high volume training, that low volume training isn't a good idea for you as well. We're going to get to that in a moment. Let's first take a look at the high volume training crowd. Now, what I do notice with this group of people is that they tend to just absolutely freaking love being in the gym. They love the training experience. They prefer to be there in six, six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. They just love being there. They love the feeling. They love the pump. Just the, the, They love the feeling of experiencing some muscle soreness all the time. It just It's a sign to them that they have, they've put in a great workout. It's just been it's been drilled into them, it's been ingrained into them, but it's just a part of what they just, it's their joy. It's the joy in the process for them. But what I also noticed with this group of men over 40 is that they're also this, the same kind of people who really struggle to take a break from the gym. You never hear of them taking time off. Even when they're on vacation, they're like, 
paranoid. They're looking ahead of time, making sure that the, the hotel that they're staying at has a well-equipped gym. What should they do? Which, how should they train while they're there? They're just, they don't want to take any time off whatsoever. Um, and they're just high volume all the freaking time. So always, always trying to take it to that next level, challenging, challenging themselves more and more. And if they do low volume, they're just like, hmm, I just, I didn't, it was kind of boring. I didn't challenge myself. I don't, feel as good from that training experience. So um, it just low volume training just doesn't appeal to them at all because they don't get as much joy from the overall training experience. They'd rather be in the gym much longer. They'd rather get a great pump. They would rather feel kind of destroyed because to them, that's means they are making progress. Now what I've observed about the low volume training crowd is that many of them just don't enjoy feeling sore after a workout. And for some of them, it's lifestyle dependent. If they crushed their leg workout and they're hobbling around the next day and it has a negative impact on their work performance, that's not a good thing. And another thing I've observed about the low volume training crowd is that Although they love working out, they love training, they would prefer to just get in the gym, get a great pump on, feel strong, feel empowered, feel invigorated, and just get out and get on with their day. Many of them prefer to train like four days a week. They'd rather not be in the gym five, six, especially seven days a week. They wanna have a life outside of the gym. Now, what I've observed with these men over 40 is that as they start to ramp up their training volume and they start experience either experiencing some muscle soreness or it starts adding up to the amount of time that they're spending in the gym, it kind of just takes away from the experience. They don't enjoy the experience as much. So they're like, ah, that's adding more volume. Just, it makes me sore. It's, I don't want to live in the gym and it beats me down as well. They start, they start, the joints start to ache and they're like, this is just not worth it. I'm going to stick with the lower volume training. And there's another group who used to be high volume trainees and they switched to the low volume training and then all of a sudden their body started responding. They were growing, they were feeling incredible. Uh, and then they become evangelists for low volume training saying, oh my God, I've been doing it wrong all these years. High volume training is the worst thing you can do for your body. I wasn't making any kind of gains at all. I went to low volume training. All of a sudden my body started to change. Low volume training is where it's at. And here is the thing. What they are not realizing is the reason they started making progress is not because of low volume training is better, it's simply the novelty of change. Because you're gonna find people who were, like men over 40 who were only doing low volume training, they start to ramp up their volume like, oh my goodness, my physique is starting to change, I'm starting to improve and making making some progress here, finally, after all of these years. So it all comes down, it's not, again, it's not that high volume training is better, it's the novelty of change and so much more. We're gonna dive into the nitty gritty here of how to incorporate both low volume and high volume training into your training schedule throughout the year why you need to incorporate both in there and how to do it properly. First, let's dive a little deeper into the example I just shared where the fellow bro over 40 has been following a high volume training workout for a very long time, decides to do a little experiment, shifts to a low volume training phase, and lo and behold, makes progress like he hasn't experienced in years. Why is that? Now, typically in this scenario, this bro has been following high volume workouts for years, if not decades, and it's worked out really, really well for him. And he gets to a point where he's making great progress hits a plateau and his body adapts to that training stimulus. So he figures the only way to make more progress is to bump up the training volume. So he does so and his body responds and he starts making more gains. Eventually hits a plateau again. So he figures, all right, 
My body adapted to that volume. Let's bump it up a little bit more, see what happens. Sure enough, make some more gains. So he keeps this going for a little while. And again, this is a bro who loves the training experience, loves like muscle soreness is an indication that he's doing all the right things. So blast legs is sore for days, about to hit legs again, still sore from the previous workout, but he's gotta go beast mode, man. Like this is, this is the way to grow. You gotta challenge your body, you gotta step outside of your comfort zone. So he keeps doing this, but it gets to that point where no matter how hard he's working, no matter how much more volume he does, his body just doesn't progress anymore. Why is that? Why did he stop progressing if, if the, the way to grow, like we gradually need to increase training volume over time, we adapt to that training syllabus, we need to push more and more. Why, why do you get to that point where you stop growing? Well, the thing is you reach that point of diminishing returns. And a big reason for that is that you get to this point where you've just accumulated so much fatigue in your body. And oftentimes these guys can feel it. Not only are your muscles sore, but your joints are achy. You just, you feel beat up all the time. And oftentimes you feel beat down. With all that fatigue, fatigue that is accumulated, plus all the damage that you are causing, you're causing so much muscle damage that your body just doesn't have the resources to recover from that. It's, you barely have enough to repair your muscles, let alone repair them and help them grow. And sometimes you don't even have enough resources to repair your muscles, and you can actually start seeing some negative consequences, even lose muscle mass from doing like super duper high volume training year after year, time after time, you're just breaking your body down not giving it the opportunity to repair and grow. So when you shift to a low volume training phase, you finally allow your body, the fatigue to completely dissipate from your body. It's like, holy smokes, here's the break I'm looking for. Your muscles finally start to recover, like fully, fully recover. Uh, so they repair themselves, they're feeling great, they're feeling fantastic, and now you have the resources in your body to grow those muscles as well. But the problem I see happen all too often with these men over 40 who make that shift to low volume training, experience great progress initially, is that they think that the reason they experienced all this progress is because low volume training is better for men over 40. So they just continue sticking with low volume training and then their progress eventually plateaus. Yes, they have plenty of resources to repair their muscles and they're not feeling beat up all the time. They're not feeling sore. So I think things are going pretty good, but they're not experiencing the progress that they did initially when they shifted to that low volume training phase. And the reason is that they their body has now adapted to that lower volume once again. And in order to progress, you need to increase that training stimulus once again. But they're hesitant to bump up that training volume. And if they do decide to experiment and bump it up a little bit, they experience some muscle soreness, they panic and worry that they're causing more damage than good and they just go right back to the low volume training because they don't want to feel beat up again. They want to make sure that they're recovering fully and they just never give their body that opportunity to grow. They never end up challenging their body in a way that it needs to be challenged in order to continue progressing. But oftentimes what these fellow men over 40 don't realize is that it's not the high training volume that's the problem. It's that they are aware of how to distribute that training volume throughout the week in order to manage muscle damage and recovery a lot better and a lot of these men over 40 are stuck in the same training split year after year it's just a habit for them and they just don't have an open mind to experiment with different training splits i find that the lower training volume the less frequency you have to train that muscle group per week so if i'm in a low volume training phase i'm i'm want to hit a muscle group 
with nine sets per week, I find a body part split routine can work incredibly well uh, in that situation. So a frequency of just one time per week is fantastic with a low volume training phase. You can bump it up to twice a week if you want, but definitely as you start to increase the training volume, uh, you definitely want to start incorporating at least hitting that muscle group two times per week. So if you're working up to uh, 16 sets per week, which is a pretty moderately high training volume, you can do eight sets one work eight sets another workout you don't even have to distribute them evenly there you could have nine sets workout one workout and seven sets another workout if you want it's a, a kind of like the punish and prod approach that I like to take with the jacked after 40 training and then as you increase the volume even more you want to kind of distribute that volume uh, even more so throughout the week and have a frequency of hitting each muscle group three times per week you bump it up there with some super high volume training five times per week can be fantastic so if you're looking at hitting a muscle group with high volume, 20 sets per week, you could do a full body workout, hit every muscle group five times in that week with, let's just say four sets. You're gonna hit 20 sets in a week. So it's not like, say you do four sets of bench press one workout, you're not gonna be sore for the next work. You can, you can hit chest again that next day. Maybe you do a machine fly that, that workout, four sets of that. Next day, do an inclined dumbbell bench press. Still not gonna be sore. At the end of the week, you've accumulated 20 sets of volume for your chest, which is high volume, but you spread it out over five workouts. So it's very manageable. You're never sore throughout the workout. So that's a great technique. You can bump it up and four, four sets is nothing. What if you do five sets per workout five times per week? 25 sets is a heck of a lot of volume. You could even bump it up to six sets per week uh, per workout and still not feel all that sore from that workout, be able to hit that five times per week. Now, here's the thing, with high volume training, you don't wanna be doing it for very long. Your body is going to not only adapt to that training stimulus, but the fatigue, the accumulated fatigue is just going to pile up rapidly. So those super high volume training phases shouldn't last very long before you pull it back to a low volume training phase again. The other benefit, a great approach, one of the fastest ways I find to build muscle after 40 is to do specialized training. When you do specialized training, you could pick one to two body parts. You could hammer them with 45 sets for the week. And but what you need to do in order to handle that kind of volume is to do low volume for every other body part. So you have the resources within your body to just dedicate to those two muscle groups. Those muscle groups are going to be able to recover because you have the resources within yourself because everything else is going um, low volume training. So all, everything dedicated, a nice specialized training plan is fantastic for us men over 40. So really this is the approach that I like to take is this kind of ebb and flow, this, this periodization of training volume. So you start off with this low volume training phase, the fatigue has been dissipated, you're feeling fantastic, your body's fully recovered, you made some great progress because you now have full resources to not only repair your muscles but to grow them. And now the thing is, you don't wanna get stuck there. Your body's going to adapt. So let's say your low volume training phase is nine sets per week. Your body's going to adapt to that nine sets. You now need to challenge it with more sets. The thing is, the, the benefit of dropping from high volume to low volume is that your muscles have now resensitized to the training stimulus. This is absolutely huge. And one of the best reasons to periodize your training volume is to allow this muscle resensitization to take place. So your body adapted to the nine sets, 
Now you bump it up to 12 sets per muscle group per week, your body's going to respond to that. It's not gonna respond to it like newbie gains or anything like that, but it's now a new training stimulus to it, so it's gonna grow. So you may hang around 12 sets for a month or two and then bump it up to 15 sets for a month or two. And once again, that's a new training stimulus. Your body's going to, it's gonna be a new challenge to it. So it's gonna need to grow, respond again and progress. Then you wanna bump it up again. So you just, it's again, you're, you're bumping up, your, your, your muscles have been resensitized. Each time you bump it up, it's a, it's a new challenge for it. Your body's progressing. But then once again, you're gonna to get to that point of diminishing returns. The fatigue's just gonna to be too much for you to, to, um, to handle. It's just gonna to accumulate too much. The muscle damage is gonna to be too much for your body to repair and to build upon. So once again, that's a time where you're going to pull back. So again, it's as you're building things up, you start to, you can manipulate your training splits to handle that training volume a lot better. And, uh, and then just slowly challenge yourself, get yourself up there, build it up. And the beauty is that if you enjoy low volume training, you get low volume training in this big picture approach. And even the moderate volume training isn't all that bad when you're modifying your training splits to manage that muscle damage and recovery. So you're not experiencing the kind of soreness that you have been avoiding all that time. Uh, and then you do, you gotta kind of step outside your comfort zone temporarily and ramp up your volume, that high volume approach where you may spend a month where you are feeling a little bit sore, but it's the challenge that your body needs in order to progress. But then you bring yourself right back down to the lower volume, kind of moderate volume where you feel more comfortable in your in your sweet spot, so to say. And then for the, the high volume crowd who absolutely loves high volume training, yeah, it may not seem as appealing when you are doing the low volume training, but you know the benefits. You know that as you start to ramp things up and get back into your sweet spot, your body's gonna respond a heck of a lot better. And then you just really got to just appreciate that low volume training for what it is. Really giving yourself that chance to, to really truly fully recover and give yourself a break. It's, it's so important to to give your body that break. And when you realize that your body does respond better as you start ramping things back up, again, you really realize the value in doing that low volume training phase. So yeah, it may be temporary. You're kind of stepping outside of your comfort zone. You'd rather be in the gym longer. You'd rather be crushing it more, but it serves a purpose. You realize that purpose. And then you're quickly building things back up and getting right back up into your sweet spot. So you're really getting the best of both worlds when you're taking in this big picture approach that truly is the best way to progress with your training over time and just keep keep things fun. It keeps things exciting, it keeps things fresh, and it challenges you in a safe way that's gonna keep you in the game for a long time because you're not doing high volume workouts all the time that are gonna beat you down and break you down. You're not gonna be sore all the time. You're really allowing that fatigue to, to, to dissipate. So you really are taking recovery into consideration even though you prefer the high volume training. So you gotta work it all in there work the recovery in there, work the challenging stimulus in there with the high volume, piece it all together in a big picture approach. That is best for us men over 40. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and gained some valuable insights that you're going to immediately begin applying to your training system. If you did, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button and drop a comment down below to share what you learned from today's episode. And if you know a fellow bro who would benefit from watching today's podcast, listening to it, do me a favor and share it with them. And before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next podcast.